Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. I'm Hampton, joined by Corey, and one of our first episodes we ever did was about elementary school math. And if you missed that one, oh, that's a mistake. You will learn so much from it. I use this equation all the time, but the equation is, um, it's really the order of operations. So it's lead me first, develop my team, then deliver business results. And we rarely see leaders leading themselves first. They, they often focus on business results first, maybe help their team out, uh, but it's rare to see people lead themselves first. And while you might say, hey, that sounds selfish. Well, it's actually good to be selfish in this instance, because if you're not leading yourself, you're going to burn out. And in today's analogy, you're, you're going to run out of gas and then you're of no help to anybody. Yeah. It's, it's kind of uh, embarrassing to, to share the story, but recently I ran out of gas, Hampton. I was driving my kid to school and was in the car line. And the, my car, when I was driving to get into the car line, it actually, it actually uh, stopped, stopped running. I was able to get it to start it again. So I'm like, crap, what is, what is this? And you know what? The, the embarrassing thing is all along, you know what was flashing in my dashboard? The light that tells you that you're low on gas. And I'm like, what, what is happening with my car? Something must be broken. And so I ended up, being able to drop my kid off in the car line. But once I got out of the car line, my car just completely stopped. And I'm sitting there. I mean, you can imagine if, you've, if you have kids and you've taken your kids to school, whether it's daycare or any, any type of school where there's a car line, you know that that's just chaos. And so here I am. I have you know, hundreds of people completely ticked off at me because my car stops because I ran out of gas. And it's sad because like, I should never run out of gas because I have something in my car that tells me that I'm low on gas. But yet I chose to ignore it. I chose to ignore that light that was telling me I was low on gas and um, to my own peril, right? I ran out of gas and it created a chaos. I mean, I, I spilled gas all over the place. My, my Jordan ones had gas all over them. And oh, it was just like, it was crazy. Right? And it all could have been prevented and avoided if I would just paid attention to the dashboard in my car. And so it made me think about as leaders, we talk about lead me first. How many leaders out there have lights flashing on your internal dashboard that are telling you that something is not right, that something is off, and you need to pause and lead yourself first? And my guess is if you're like me, probably a lot of us, a lot of us have those. And so, Hampton, I think it'd be good. What are, what are some examples of, of indicator lights, right? Indicator lights that a leader should pay attention to when it comes to, to indicators that something may be off that needs your attention, like me, right? The the gas light was flashing. I chose to ignore it. It was trying to get my attention to tell me that I'm getting low on gas. I need to fill my car back up. And if I would have filled my car back up, then I would have prevented the chaos that came from running out of gas. And so what are some examples of, of things that leaders can pay attention to potentially on their dashboard that could be an indicator that something's off they need to address? So good, Corey. This is so important for us to be able to lead ourselves. It definitely requires some self-awareness and um, while we may not have like actual dash of, of lights blinking, there's definitely some things that will, will tell us that it's maybe time to make sure we're leading ourselves first or to fill our own cup, if you will. You know, I feel like all of our lives are a cup and sometimes you're overflowing. And the purpose of that is to pour out and impact and lead the people around you. Sometimes your cup is run dry and it's really important to have people to pour into you. But a couple of indicators for me is, you know, it's, it's a popular thing to say, don't bring your your hard or bad day at work home. You know, when, when you're going home, whether you're married and you have a spouse or you have kids, or you're with friends, like if that's, if that's impacting your relationships outside of work, then that is, that is probably a key indicator. 
Um, I, I had a friend recently share with me that one of his friends outside of work was celebrating a really big win of something that happened in their life. And this friend is normally really happy for their friend, but because of hard things going on for them, they immediately wrote themselves in the story and started like envying them and weren't able to be happy for their friend and it even showed. So you don't want that affecting relationships with your friends and family outside of work. Also, I, I would say a sign would be being short with people on your team or being short with people outside of work. It's like you, you don't have the capacity to be an attuned listener to someone. That would definitely be a sign um, going along with that. Maybe not being present uh, with somebody. I know that's kind of a, a cliche thing to say, be present. But if your mind is elsewhere, that's one uh, Maybe laying in bed at night thinking about work or thinking about the meeting that you have or the big day you have, that would certainly be one as well. I'm sure there's plenty that you have personally, um, everybody. But when I start seeing those things, it's definitely good to to begin addressing them before they before they snowball even more.